0: Got him, beach balls and life giving them truth in it, a revolution when only a few minutes My sentiments is exactly everything that we do punch Another reason to turn the volume up Shish, know what we we'll said doing on the ground when we're there. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that i reach. we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine, any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shocker, with they give it a beer on so the block don't miss it. to so the city stand up. J- James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers I promise, Santa reign here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines, talks your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's Expose those who talk but don't live Expose those who talk but don't live Take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they speak So tell me whose face do they see Repeat, take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree
1: But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek? The wake see? up, wake up, you tune tuned back into The Fix Your source of faith infused mm. Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry mm. Right here on Holy Culture Radio Sirius XM It's your boy DJ Focus checking in
2: yeah, and it's your girl, Dice Gamble, in the building. Winning, winning, winning. Winning on this Wednesday once again. Woo!
1: Mm-hmm. You good? It's my birthday. Go, shorty. Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> win, win, winning on your birthday?
0: Winning on my birthday. That's right.
2: I'm winning. <laughs> I might go downtown and hit these slots. You know, they put a new uh, casino down in the Chicago area. I know. Y'all don't agree with the gambling, but it's my last name, and it's my birthday.
1: Well, you know, as How long I as you it? don't have, as, long as you don't have no 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 problem, I got no problems. I, I think every now and then, if you you choose to, yeah, I had a problem, so yeah, I stopped gambling. Oh, focus, everybody, I not problem. like you now. No no, okay. I don't, no, no, I said as long as you don't have a problem. I was going to say, for me, I couldn't just do that. See, you go down no. there. You're right. You you go That's down right. there and, and whatever, you're, whatever you no, say no, you want to blow, you good. That's right. And you won't be home. back there tomorrow. See, I'll no, be back I there. Not. I would sit there all day. <laughs> They'd be like, focus. You know you got a show in the morning. When? I got to get some <laughs> money back. I, I would call Dice, tell her to hold it down because I ain't, I ain't right. leaving. They'd be trying to kick me out. No, no, wait a minute. No, no. Keep it keep uh. rolling keep on rolling rolling. oh yeah. my goodness
2: yeah no um i'm not gonna do too much today i already agreed you know nobody call me don't call me just don't please don't knock on my door i'm just i just need quiet today today is where i start writing so I, I need to not be bothered don't bother me today and then i'm going to do whatever i want to do today which is very rare so i'm excited
1: but uh, it's gonna be a grown day for me that's good I, and i pray they do bother you on your cash app dollar sign miss dice Thank gamble <laughs> Please, please bother her on that. Please uh run them numbers up on that. Well, yeah. yeah. You ain't gotta ask no question. Just send it. Just send it. Yes. Whatever <laughs> God tell you that 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 num- that's the number. Yeah. Don't, don't, that's the number. Yeah, don't subtract. That's the number he put I in your Send that. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. Uh, we definitely wanna just salute you. A happy birthday to you again, sis. Uh, definitely enjoy your day thank you for showing up for work on your birthday I know a lot of know. You know color folks usually don't show up for work on their birthday so well, I, 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 I don't want to take it for granted without uh, really giving you your roses and thanking you yeah, because yeah. Most, most colors take their birthday yeah. off
2: yeah, they do they usually do but you know what it's all good you know you got to be here for the people it's early in the morning too so ain't nothing open right now you know I can't go to the mall and tear them all up right now I got to wait till <laughs> some things I got to wait for <laughs> you might as well go on and get up and knock that show out Quit playing games yeah 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 so it's it's, it's a blessed day you know i'm just, i'm blessed just to see it so yeah that was that was enough for me but yeah if y'all want to hit me on the cash app i'm here
1: well that's how we start not winning wednesday and let's be very clear uh <laughs> we winning over here dice is uh celebrating her birthday so she's mm-hmm. winning um, we're going to continue to push this gospel too as well. We got a good t- show for y'all today. Yeah. Once again, you're tuning to The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about uh, on that real real today? You want to talk about new, huh?
2: Yeah, everything new. You know, people want new stuff on their birthday.
1: I'm just going to throw that out
2: there. Uh, but listen, no, God make you new. And I just don't think we're living in our newness. So there's so much more new that we could be living in you know so I don't know I just want us to think about it talk about it realize what we are we new in areas are we not new in areas why are we not new in areas if God said we are new you know so just all the condemnation and the old thought and the old self we're gonna talk about that today
1: well yep she's taking y'all to church on, on her birthday so <laughs> yeah you, you thought she wasn't I love Whatever. how you said condemnation oh uh, yes. Yeah. Just doing things new, it's new it's relationship it's with no, Christ, new. whatever you want, you're going to get that work today on, that Wednesday. on Wednesday. <laughs> it's it's usually something, it's usually something light for them, Dice, but we, no uh, we, yeah, we speed the pace up for them today. It's
2: okay. It's all right. It's all right. We got to get there. We need to get there together faster. We just dragging on this new thing so no yeah, we're gonna have a new mindset today so get your new pen and your new pad out okay call a new friend and let them know to tune in <laughs> it's going
1: down yeah it's going Little down minute. listen uh, I had the opportunity uh, the spiritual detox today features uh, a super talented author uh, songwriter uh, rapper uh, actor he does it all uh, from mm. the war you already know who is, our brother D1 okay uh, we got a chance to sit down with him and uh, talk everything listen he's a uh, he just wrote a, a children's book oh and, nice um, it talk- it speaks to uh empowering you know young kids not to be bullied on and not to be picked on and how mm. to deal with bullies. Mm. He, he got some spiritual elements in it as well as just some practical tips okay. that will really help some kids, you know, understand how to deal with bullying. When bullying comes your way, whether you're mm. talking about the giant, at, you know, at school or mm. you're talking about the enemy. Wow. <laughs> so I love I love the way you do it. Definitely go to uh, D1's uh, social media page mm. and uh, he has the link to uh, buy his book uh, right now. Go, go run those numbers up. Mm. Um, we definitely want to um uh, you know support our brother but uh yeah uh you, you definitely want to keep it locked exclusive <laughs> spiritual detox with d1 coming up mm. and uh yeah you never know we, we got some more trendy news probably we're gonna bring up too as well y'all know how we do mm-hmm. see what's going on in these streets out here dice it's always something going on Dang it? a mess When it gonna slow down ever no
2: i mean it's just it's gonna ramp up i mean we we read the end of this book <laughs> wow I mean, I don't know why people don't get excited when it starts falling apart. I'm like, Lord, Jesus, come quick. Please, God, you already said this was going to happen. Like, I see it. You know what I'm saying? No, it, it's just, it's always going to be something. You know, that's the saying old people had that it's always going to be something. So you just got to prepare yourself, steady your heart and uh, know what, know how to respond. You know, that's why you got to be in your word. Yes, please be in you your gotta word. You got to be in your word. So please you know be how in to your respond. word. Yeah. So, you know, that's it. So it's opportunity for us to get better as Christians. If everything went right, we, we ain't got no purpose no more. <laughs> wow. I'm for real, if everything is perfect every day, focus. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna what are we gonna do? Nothing. We'd we'll be in heaven,
1: I guess. I guess. I that's know what, that'd that's be that be, we'll be heaven.
2: Yeah, we wrap this thing on up.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna wrap this thing on up. <laughs> Keep it locked. You tune it to the fix,
2: and the fix is in.
1: It's the stories, the journeys, the testimonies detox welcome back you're tuned back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry it's Your boy dj focus checking in y'all know what time it is it's time for our spiritual detox and listen when i tell you we got that exclusive you already know man that thing like gumbo man that thing like seafood man <laughs> my, my brother then came through the city i called he called me i say, man come on through man i gotta get you in the studio man yeah. um just to, just to paint the picture, man. I, I've been building with my brother for a few years now. I would say about four or five years. Mm-hmm. I've been following his music for longer than that. Way longer than that. I, uh, the first track I was familiar with was uh, this song called "You Stupid Fool." Yeah, and uh, it, it was it was provoking the culture to change. And before that, I'm be honest with you, on, on the Christian hip hop side, I had never heard anybody like really call out like things that we do that are ratchet. <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh you know call it out in that way so i was i've been a fan ever since so listen you already know who he is listen he's a professor he's a teacher mm-hmm. he's a rapper he's an artist super talented d1 in the building what's up bro
0: yes sir i'm here man thank you so much bro cleveland feel like a second home to me you hear me and man we didn't we didn't been through some stuff together out here man we didn't we didn't witness to somebody you know what i mean yes, sir. I, uh, we we didn't bro we didn't we didn't chopped it up about some deep life stuff you know what I mean so it's only right that we are doing this
1: you know for some who may not know you man come on and take, uh, take us through a little bit of your faith journey one you've been an educator for a long time Um, I know you did a track where you were talking about, you know, in your city, you were seeing a lot of eight, nine, 10 year olds who were on the block and was hustling and doing things they shouldn't be doing just because they had to provide for their family. Just talk a little bit about how your faith journey and your teaching journey have came together over the years.
0: Of course. I wanted to be a teacher because I was like, what can I do that would be most like Christ? And when I thought about the way Christ moved around this world, I was like, OK, he clearly knew how to communicate with people in, in a way that, that, that instantly he he brought them from a level of non-understanding to a level of, oh, I get it now because of what you said and how you said it and how you presented it and the works that you actually showed us. Not just not just the words, but the words and the works, you know, what I'm saying because of that, that made me say, oh, man, if I could be a teacher, I feel like that would, that would make me most like Christ, you know, while I'm down here. So I graduated college. I became a middle school teacher. And I was always rapping on the side the whole time. And I started to see that rapping and teaching are very similar to one another. Uh, You have a platform. And you have an audience. And you have their attention. And it's your job to not only keep their attention. But to infuse a message in your your words. To where you take them from point A to point Z. And I saw hip-hop bringing us somewhere but hip hop was bringing us to the wrong destination oftentimes. Mm. you know I saw that and as a teacher I was like man I'm doing my thing in the classroom but I'm only reaching 150 students I got 30 students per class 5 classes a day I'm only reaching 150 students I said man if I could jump into that music industry and still do the same thing have the heart of a teacher but the platform of a rapper I feel like I could do God's work in there
1: Mm, that's big you know (laughs) <laughs> when did you know that you you really wanted to do it for God though? Because you come from New Orleans. Let's be very clear: cash money, no limit. Mm-hmm. I, with the gift that you have, mm-hmm. you could have really cashed out on the other side. I know you could have. Yeah. Like I know you connected with Manny Fresh and yeah. everybody. Yeah. When did you say? You know what? No, nah, I I have to do it for God, even though I'm passing bags now. Because a lot of people wouldn't pass that money up. I'm be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not them people, man. I'm here to inspire those people who are, who are driven by money. It's like i'm here to show them like i'm still in a amazing space financially you know what i mean even having passed them bags up just because it's a bag don't mean it's a blessed bag mm, you feel me that's good yeah so i knew that i had to do music for god from the time i got on the mic after i was saved you know i got saved when i was in college i okay. formally dedicated my life to christ and when i started rapping it became a challenge to understand uh, who my audience was going to be, because this wasn't a business venture for me. This was me really just releasing a lot of internal toxins that I had, that I was dealing with, you know, from being depressed, from my city, you know, being ruined with Hurricane Katrina, to having my best friend get murdered, Um, you know, getting cut from the college basketball team when I'm used to being the man, you know. So all that being said, I always was wanting to make music that was reflective of my faith, but also reflective of what's really going on in real life. So like life music that was also reflective of my faith. So it wasn't about me putting a title on it or a label. Hey, I'm a Christian rapper. Oh, Hey, I'm not a Christian rapper. That stuff never mattered to me. It was just like, man, where the people at? And that's where I'm finna be. Oh, they in the church. Bet, I'm finna be in the church rapping. Oh, they over here in this club, Club Crucial in Atlanta, Georgia, T.I.'s Club in in Bankhead. Bet, I'm finna be over there rapping. Oh, they in this club with Kevin Gates and Lil Boosie and Baton Rouge where I'm a teacher at by day, but by night I'm in the same clubs as them pushing. Yeah. and the, oh, oh, they in the prison? Oh, the people in the prison. Bet, all right, cool. I'm finna go do prison ministry. Like, I just always been like, where the people at? And I'm going to be my same self in all them environments
1: speak a little bit more to that street ministry because that's street ministry and everybody is not uh, qualified to do it. Um, It takes not only, you know, you have to have a certain level of spirituality. You also have to have a sense of street knowledge. So, you know, with you going in those places, like you said, all these clubs where we know a little bit that everybody's walking into, it could be dangerous. Let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they, they might receive you. They mm-hmm. might want to kick you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Speak to that a little bit because I think a lot of people in the church don't understand how important street evangelism is and in going into these spaces because a lot would argue why are you even doing shows in those clubs? Yeah. Secular places.
0: Exactly. It's different if I'm watering down my message or dimming my light to fit in with them as opposed to shining my light extra bright in those places and saying, yo, if I reach one person and help them transform their life and, and, and get closer to Christ, then I've done my job, you know? And that's the mindset I've always had in these places. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. When I first started receiving some real success in the music industry, which was 2010, 2011, uh, my first tour was with Grand Hustle, T.I.'s label. He's, on one tour bus, T.I. was in jail, but I was managed by his company. So it was me, D1, Young Dro, Killer Mike, and Pac-Div, a group out of California. We all on the same tour bus together. You know what I mean? Man, you couldn't have had four more different personality types on, on one bus. Every night when we're doing these shows, they waiting to hear Dro. Show the lane. Show, they waiting to hear that. They waiting to hear, you know, whatever else they had in the Grand Hustle catalog. But I'm coming out there talking about I'm strapped with a pad. My pen is my gat, a mask and a vest. Plus, I'm dressed in all black with God by my side. So no man could harm me. This is the story of a one man army. You know what I mean? I'm out there and they like, oh, that mug kind of knocking. Like we feel that. But the message is way different than everything else we came to this club for. And this dude was saying, you know, no alcohol or weed, I deal with my stress sober. I fight till it's over, but it ain't never over. Because every day I got a new chip on my shoulder. Like like people hear, like, oh, he talking about being sober, he ain't getting loaded or drunk or whatever. And he giving his problems to God and he fighting in God's army and all this. Yeah, that's been me from the beginning. And then I go on tour with Macklemore, right? hottest artist in the game at the time he was thrift shop you know 2012 yeah i'm on that tour bus with him my bunk right underneath his bunk on the tour bus and i'm out there in front of thousands of people every night and that was the tour where i felt convicted because i think i mastered the art of watering down my message enough to fit in to what that audience wanted and i and i came home from that tour with bags of money you know what i'm saying but also bags of grief Mm. in my heart because i was like man god you gave me this platform and allowed me to be in front of all them people every night and i just became a watered down version of who i know you called me to be bags of money but bags of grief bro and at that point i was like if i'm gonna move forward in this music industry i'm gonna be extra bold and i'm gonna shine my light extra bright god I made that promise to God back in New Orleans, you heard me, in in the, the the house I had right off of Gentilly, you know, in the little studio house that I was renting out. And once I made that decision, I was like, sure. I need one thing. I need people to know one thing. If I die today, I wasn't just a positive guy. I was a Christian, and I want people to know that. So that's when I came out with my song, I'm not perfect. I'm a Christian, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And from there, it's like that mother just— amp me up to like yeah i'm gonna keep going and i'm gonna keep being me and god has god has anointed me to be able to be in all these spaces these unique spaces where a lot of people can't be in but i'm gonna be bold when i'm in these spaces you know and i've had times where i've slipped up and and along the way felt like dang i ain't i ain't make god proud with what i just did you know with how i use that platform and and whatnot but that was all like 2014 2015 ish man since then, you could check my track record. I've been on fire, mm. you know, mm. both momentum-wise and on fire for the Lord. And just getting like as, as we as we grow, we're supposed to be getting bolder and more confident and more uh, adequate in terms of how we're able to handle these massive platforms that God has blessed us with. I have a massive platform.
1: You do? No, that's real. I, I think you. I think you've been doing a good job of it the whole time, though, because even with songs like Jay Weezy and Fifty. You you was you was letting it be known that, no, nah, wait a minute. I, I've been around. I'm seeing what's going on. I don't know if y'all are listening, but I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And some of this stuff just ain't lining up. Mm-hmm. So I th- that's, that's why I said you got to be different. And I've seen the spiritual growth in you. That's why I say I've been I've been watching you. You've been growing. You've mm-hmm. been reading your word. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we see the fruit. Listen, <laughs> don't touch that dial. I promise you, we got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with more from D1. Keep it locked. You're tuning to The Fix. You know The Fix is in. It's the stories, the journeys, the testimonies. It's a spiritual detox. Welcome back. DJ focus. You tune back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B and poetry. Still got my brother D one in here. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about it. Uno man. Um, Ugh, we got to talk about it, man. We we know uh, last couple weeks it's mm-hmm. been brewing mm-hmm. the the online conversation. Uh, we know you and Lecrae, you know, had a disagreement mm-hmm. on how you guys view the word ratchet mm-hmm. and how it should be pushed to uh, our culture specifically because you know black culture usually uses the word ratchet. So just walk us through the whole situation and how it kind of like unraveled for that way people can hear it directly from you.
0: All right, cool. I did an interview in the interview. I said the following. I said, I am not more pro-God. I'm sorry. I said, I am not more pro-black than I am pro-God. So I'm always gonna be more pro-God than I am pro-black, pro hip hop, pro anything. You know what I mean? I spoke about that and I was like, yo, because different cultures at at, at times, different, you know, subcultures, anything underneath God, it'll make room for stuff that isn't of God. But in the name of being like in the name of keeping it real when we talk about hip hop, you know how many sinful things get get defined as oh I'm keeping it real so hip hop will be like, yeah, you're keeping it real but God will be like no, you're sinning for real you know what I mean yeah. and I was speaking about that and I was like even I said a few years ago man I seen even different people inside of Christianity glorifying. Being righteous and ratchet. And I was like, man, that ain't what's up. I said, my goal is to be real righteous and relevant at all times, you know. So I spoke on that on the interview, man. Doing my thing, kept it moving. Um, That interview clip went viral. Got real big. Uh, So then I saw that Lecrae um, responded to it and made an interview, made a clip, and tagged me in the video clip. Speaking about it and basically justifying being righteous and ratchet and giving this definition of ratchet That I was like, man, that is not what ratchetness is. You know what I mean? And I was like, huh? So I'm like, yo, this this isn't about D1 and Lecrae. This is about leadership and how we are using our platforms publicly. Our large, massive platforms. So all I see is another brother in Christ with a massive platform who is glorifying and justifying, embracing being righteous and ratchet. And I'm seeing the effect that that can have on baby believers and on people who are like, well, I'm new to my faith. or I'm pretty weak in my faith. But I see someone with a massive platform saying that it's okay to be like this. And they're embracing that. And I'm knowing I'm like, man, that is not healthy at all for us to be doing. So since that message was put out there and glorified and justified publicly, I wanted to publicly come out and put a message out as well saying, that's not cool. We don't all stand for that as believers. And we have, to, we have to truly know the power of the words and the lifestyles that we are choosing to embrace.
1: That's good. And, and and we see that, you know, Lecrae, uh, you know, he responded back to you. And I know you pretty much uh, you and him all both said that you guys talked off air, you know, off the Internet and kind of had some text messages. Uh, he also went and, uh, you know, we talked about the T-shirt. Uh, he put the T-shirt out, but he discontinued it afterwards. How did that make you feel when you saw the T-shirt went up after your conversation? What was your thoughts on that?
0: Oh man, I felt like I felt like man, this is just somebody that's playing chess. Cause the same time they apologizing to me behind the scenes, and we supposedly getting on the same page, they knowing that two days later they about to put out uh, shirts and monetize this, you know, like that wasn't mentioned when we were communicating behind the scenes. So I was just like, man, it like this stuff don't even feel genuine at this point, you know, and the way the the way that stuff went down you know i'm just like one thing about me boy i know i know when it's like oh this ain't this ain't 100 right here Mm -hmm. you know and and i think he knew that too you know so me responding to the shirts coming out and making another video publicly once again it's just a public response to a public action that was already taken Mm -hmm. you publicly put this out here Mm -hmm. and then when you publicly put it out there making a comment and pinning the comment saying yo me and my bro D are all good there's no problems with us we talked everything is good that's misleading to people cuz you're pinning this underneath the commercial advertising your new shirts that you're putting out i i did like you're associating our private conversation with this commercial that you're putting out to push these shirts you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. come on bro come on bro mm-hmm. Come on, man.
1: yeah, it's 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 it's. Uh, listen, I, I understand this business and this ministry side. That's that's been a, a challenge, I think, for all of us understanding how to properly do it. And I'm not taking up for Lecrae. I'm just saying, just in general, um, even me doing radio, I had to understand that. Yes, yeah, certain rooms I walk into, certain boardrooms, certain uh, conversations I'm in, it's a business deal. And it's, and, and it's not ministry driven. I, I have the same passion as you though. I think everything on this side should be more ministry driven first, but I'm be honest with you, D. It's not a lot of it is business first, then the ministry will follow. And I think until we have more conversations like this, yeah. I don't think it'll change. I'm just being honest.
0: Nobody should be doing business and then ministry. Everybody in this space should be doing ministry and then business. If your business aspirations are clouding your judgment as to how you should be moving within the spirit of the Lord, then you need to take a you need to take a chill pill. You need to you need to sit down. You need to get some wise counsel about what you're doing, because that means that the enemy could be using you through your ambition because there's selfish ambition and there's godly ambition. Mm. And we got to think about that, bro. That selfish ambition is going to have us like, hey, I got to keep growing. I got to get more market share. I got to get more fans. I got to stay hot. Mm -hmm. What can I do that's going to turn heads right now? Sometimes turning heads could be exactly what the devil wants you to do. Oh, yeah, you could turn heads by doing this, but you're going to be confusing people and misleading people. If it's all about business. When it's about ministry and if we pray that we have godly ambition, godly ambition will let us know when it's like, yo, still be fruitful and be productive with the gifts and talents I've given you, but not at the expense of misleading or confusing people.
1: That's good. Come on. We got to talk about this book, man. Um, David found this slingshot. Uh, this is your first children's book you wrote. I'm actually surprised that this is your first, because yeah, to yeah. me, I, I, no, see, he, 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 you've had this passion. You've been inspiring. You've been talking to the youth for a long time. So listen, talk yeah. to us about it. Tell the people what it is. And uh, why why now? Why was it right timing now?
0: Yeah, so it's an anti-bullying inspirational hip-hop children's book. Okay. The anti-bullying piece is real important, bro, because I was bullied as a kindergartner and I remember, bro, getting bullied had me scared to go to school. It had me in school not even being able to concentrate for fear of like, when am I going to see dude that's coming that's, that's always picking on me, that's mm. way bigger than me, like twice my size and I'm terrified and I'm supposed to be in school Trying to focus, you know?
1: Mm.
0: No pun intended.
1: No, it's good. Yeah. So
0: with that being said, uh, I wrote this book because my music is easily able to reach high school, college students, young adults, even like just grown folk. That's what my music really reaches. My music, thankfully, like my spirit is so youthful that like elementary school students, they rock with me, they vibe with me. But I know they can't really internalize a lot of the messages. That's in my music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With that being said, this children's book is definitely something that's on their level. That they can internalize. So the book, it's hip-hop, bro. The whole book rhymes. You know what I mean? It's like wow. you reading. Oh yeah, it's like you it's like you reading a an album. Like you just reading the lyrics. But it's also telling a story. And, you know, finding your slingshot in life is... Uh, I mean, I let you read the book. I let people read the book to understand. But just like David defeated Goliath, yes. you know... He had to find his slingshot. So in order to overcome bullying, me, you know, Lil David, I had to find my slingshot at an early age. You know what I mean? And that's what this is about. And this ain't no violent book at all. This is a book to where this is what we as believers all eventually gotta do in life. We gotta find our our slingshots. We gotta find our gifts and figure out how to use them. And when we use them for the purpose God designed them for, we fool around and make some real change in this world. So I wrote the book. Why did I write it? Because for the past year, I've been at Harvard University as a fellow at Harvard University. Part of my fellowship uh, has been me teaching. Wait oh, run that, run that back. You've been where for the last year? I've been at Harvard University. You hear me? So
1: they say no, no nothing good come from the
0: hood. Say say it one more time. Where you been at the last year? Man, I've been at Harvard University. I've been from the hood to Harvard. You hear me? Straight up from the hood to Harvard. If y'all man. don't
1: think that ain't God, like
0: Yeah.
1: I've been blown away by that, man. I I, I wanted you to say it multiple times because yes, I want to give you roses. Yeah. Cause that's not no little come on now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I know, I know. And so when I went to Harvard, bro, you know, I cut up and I cut up in a good way, meaning I was over there. I've I been I've been teaching in classes at Harvard. I wrote this children's book. Literally sitting in my office while at Harvard University. I did an album that's gonna come out in a few months called From the Hood to Harvard. Wow. Talking about my journey. You know what I'm saying? From the hood to Harvard. So that'll be dropping soon. And I got a documentary that's gonna accompany the album. So yeah, bro, I, I went to Harvard and been doing my thing.
1: Listen, I ain't I ain't know nothing about that. Y'all got that, that was for free. I i, I just <laughs> God put that in my spirit. He ain't said nothing to me about this album he about to release, yeah. Hood and the Harvard. So I I'm just I'm glad about that, man. So yeah. You at Tufts now, right? Yeah,
0: I got a shout out where I'm at as well. You know what I'm okay. saying? I'm still a fellow at Harvard, okay. but I am at Tufts University right now. I'm Professor Professor D1 at okay. Tufts, brother. I hand-designed a course on the power of hip-hop as an agent for social change. Wow. and. Yes, and I'm I'm teaching that at Tufts University. In addition to doing a lot of other things as an artist on that campus, so teaching the other people's classes, uh, meeting with the students, working with the chaplains over there at Tufts to help students on their spiritual walk and their spiritual journey. But then I have my course, yeah, the power of hip hop as an agent for social change. So big shout out to Tufts University, man. I'm excited to be a, a jumbo. That's our mascot, the jumbo, Jeremy.
1: That's good, man. That that's almost like a. It feel, I feel like it's a mental health component to that too, as well. When you talk about social change and, yeah, and being able to use that, I mean, like it's it's a lot of things you can do. That,
0: that's part of what the course is about is the, the 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 mental health of hip hop.
1: Talk about that a little bit more because uh, unfortunately we don't talk about it and address it enough amongst the black culture. We a lot of us deal with mental health Mm. uh, issues, depression, suicidal thoughts. Just talk a little bit more about that.
0: Yes, sir. So the scary part about the, the state of mental health as it pertains to hip hop is that you have a lot of sick people that are in leadership positions. Oh, man. Hip hop culture has elevated them to where you have a platform of millions and really you just need some therapy you really need to be diagnosed you really need to heal but hip-hop culture has helped elevate you because you have a gift that's being exploited by the powers that be by the record labels and by the people that's monetized sometimes by even your own management that they know you need help but they know that they're getting their commission off for you so they're just gonna keep pushing you out there and use you up till you die or till you go to jail and that's what's going on in hip-hop. So I speak about that in my course.
1: Have you been able to have some conversations? I know you've worked with a lot of mainstream artists, Lupe Fiasco, uh, Killer Mike. Like you say, yeah. you talked about being on. And you even, uh, you, uh, uh, earlier you did a, a track yeah, with Killer Mike. Get, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah,
0: you're a real fan, bro. Like, you're a supporter of mine, so you know that. Like, people might not know. You go look up D1, Never Clocking Out, Remix. Yeah. That's featuring Killer Mike, man. A video on YouTube and everything.
1: Ha- have you been able to have some of these backstage conversations about the industry and maybe change their perspective on how they see it because they are connected in it.
0: Absolutely. I have, bro. I've been giving, I've been giving people hope through my journey. I got so many people that send my DMS. You know what I mean? I got people I've been communicating with. Shout out to Kodak black. You know what I mean? Me and Kodak. You've been talking to Kodak. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Let's go. Yeah, bro. Like, the game. The game is featured on my my new album I just dropped. Yeah, that shine on is ridiculous. Come on, man. You know what I mean? That's like, like ridiculous. Like, shout out to my man Starlito out of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. We didn't bro, these are just people I've had real conversations with about life bad situation
1: with Starley yeah bad combination bad combination yeah yeah yeah, that's old yeah Yeah, Yeah. yeah, listen he's been doing it for a long time I I hope y'all see the man been putting in the work man and we talk about bridging the gap and that's why I wanted you to speak on that because I really believe until we bridge the gap and build relationships I don't think they get God on the level they need to get it on because like I say unlike us a lot of us, we are connected to a pastor. We're being disciple. We have elders. We have accountability circles. A lot of them, like you said, they don't have no accountability circle. Mm-hmm. They got people keep pushing them, go, 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 because they right. just want a bag. They just want to get paid. Right. So that is important that you're doing what you're doing behind the scenes. Yeah, and I definitely you know. want the people to hear that from you. Like, yeah, that's we need to do more of that,
0: man. Yeah, bro, Lil Boosie, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, shouts out to Boosie.
0: Yeah, like yeah. like these are, these are people who I'm thankful that, they they see my talent and, and they respect my my message and my boldness mm-hmm. and that, that's drawing them to me. So now I'm just constantly praying to God like allow me to be a a, a diligent um steward of these relationships, you know, because it's not all it's not about this wow moment of like, man, we had one conversation and their whole life changed, you know. Uh we all hope for that stuff, but let's be honest. Relationships get built over time with, with consistency yes. and with people being genuine. So even me putting their names out there like I'm letting you know this and I'm letting obviously whoever watches this is going to know this stuff but this ain't so I could seem cool to you or to nobody in this studio you know what I'm saying? Like that stuff don't matter to me bro. Some people do this stuff and it's very performative and they're doing this for clout to say hey I know this artist I know this artist you know what I'm saying? Bro like I haven't never been uncool. You know, i always been cool. Ever since I got over getting bullied in kindergarten, mm-hmm. my whole life, been it's been up ever since. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, none of this is about that, but it is about people seeing one of the ways in which God is uniquely using me, you know? So.
1: Yeah. Listen, we got to go to a quick break. We coming right back with a little bit more. We got to talk about this new album uh, that just dropped last week, Uno. Uno. Uh, listen, keep it locked. You're tuning to The Fix. You know The Fix is in. It's The Stories. The Journeys, The Testimonies, It's a Spiritual Detox. Welcome back, DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith infused. Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry still got D1 in the building with us. So let's talk about it. You just dropped your 10th album, yeah, Uno,
0: yeah. Uh, last Friday. Um,
1: walk us through, man, this 10th album, man, and what made this one so special, bro?
0: Yeah, so Uno is my nickname. You, you've you been calling me Uno forever, yes. you know? Yeah, yeah. But Uno, for the purpose of this album, is an acronym Uno stands for underdogs and outcasts. Wow. Yeah. So that's what this—that's what this album is for, bro.
1: And and you all of that. Let's be very clear. Underdog. Oh man, I've they, been, they've been, been counting you out. They, probably since you you started. They,
0: there you go. They, there you go. They've been like, we don't know what to do with you. You got something. You know what I'm saying? You you got something. You got talent. But yeah, we don't know what box to put you in. So being an underdog, and when you walk this walk for God, you definitely gonna be an outcast because mm. mainstream culture is like. And you was good till you start talking about God. You know, you was good. On a till consistent you, level, yeah. You was good till you said the word Jesus. What? Like, yeah, so cool. Right? I'm an underdog and an outcast. Call me Uno. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of Unos out there. So that's where this album comes from, bro. That's the heart behind it. I made a whole album full of anthems that's gonna help the underdogs and the outcasts on their journey and on their walk so that they could feel the power in being an underdog or an outcast. You don't have to feel like dang, I'm less than because of that. You could feel like, sure, I got an advantage because that chip on my shoulder, I'm going to use it for something positive and productive, you heard me? And I'm going to make a change that this world ain't never seen before. So, all these songs, bro, from the first song, which has blown up online, if y'all ain't heard it yet, it's called My Happy, you know what I mean? I don't look like what I've been through, amen. When I ain't have outside money, I stayed in. When hard times showed up, I could have caved in, but mama didn't raise a loser, I played a win. Like, That right there, bro, that's been empowering people. Shaquille O'Neal reposting that sucker. You got, oh yeah, you got shout out to my man uh, Lazy Bone, uh, rocking with that. Uh, My man Kyrie Irving, you know what I'm saying? Like so many people. That song is doing amazing things. I start the album off with that and Mm -hmm. from there, it only get better, bro. It only get better. Like I got step into the light, step into the light. I'm I'm talking about, I'm talking that talk on there because I'm saying we weren't meant to live disconnected from our light, you know, and our light source. Our light source is God. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So when we connect to that light source and we step into the light mm-hmm. that we meant to be shining down here, we unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? That song, that's a bop for real. That got my little brother Miles on it. You hear me?
1: Yeah, talk about that. Working with Miles, man. Uh, he's I consider him one of the next up and coming yeah. in CHH. He got a whole West Coast vibe
0: that's, that's yeah. really moving. Yeah, bro. Like I, I, I look for synergy spiritually when i connect when i collaborate with people i look for that i look for synergy spiritually and and when we linked up i was just like oh yeah man i see i see a lot of me in him you know so with that being said it's like yeah um i got a song if you listen to that song it got a real west coast vibe and bop to it so i said yep this would be good cuz i'm cool with a lot of people but we don't have music together and i'm trying to fix that i'm like no if i'm cool with all these people who I know we really tight, me and these artists, now we need to go on and have some music together so the world could see that we really rock with each other. So that's where that came from, you know? That's beautiful. I got, uh, bro, I got... Oh, you got song. some
1: bangers on this thing, man. Talk about uh, uh, definitely Born to Pay the Bills.
0: Born to Pay Bills. I mean,
1: you, you, you keeping it real on that one.
0: Yeah, I'm keeping it real, man, because so many people think that they just meant to pay bills, then they die. You know what I mean? And that's not what life is about. It's like, I got a real purpose down here and I'm not finna let capitalism and bills be the thing that occupy all of my mental real estate to the point where I can't walk in my purpose because I'm trying to walk in my crib without an eviction notice on the door. You know what I mean? So I wasn't just born to pay the bills. And that's something that people need to hear so that they could get over that hump of just living life to make a green piece of paper, you know?
1: that underdog that that's one of my favorites on it man come on talk about it man yeah yeah, yeah. and that's how I come across to it come across real gritty
0: yeah yeah but what I say I've been slept on all my life so that make me the underdog that's why I feel like I'm better with my back against the wall any problem get resolved I don't quit I just go hard I'm gonna always make a way I'm not gonna let my people starve. I just give it up to God super heavy with the faith now we eat with silver spoons back then it was paper plates if you thought it was gonna be a dead and i made a way if you had it easy i'm not hating i just can't relate you hear I me mean? like I, I'm, I'm saying underdog life for real for real i can't relate if you had it super easy hey i ain't hating on you but i just know i know that paper plate route i know that plastic fork route you know what i mean and i know turning that plastic fork into some sterling silver route you know coming from coming from the hood and getting all the way to harvard type energy so yeah bro my joy is my weapon that's another song. Oh, that's man. a banger. Oh, my gosh. My Joy is My Weapon. That's I think that's the one, bro. That That's the one that, that people are, like, really gravitating to because they're just like, man, the way you put that in that song, like, dang, out of all these weapons we can have down here and, and, and use to fight the fact that, like, my joy is my weapon, mm-hmm. you know? Man, my man, my man, uh, my man, Jay Boski killed the beat. Mm -hmm. And just gave me the perfect soundtrack to be able to float on. You know what I mean? I just floated on that mug. I ain't even rap. I floated.
1: Listen, Uno, man, appreciate you coming through rocking with us, man. Please tell the people how they connect with you, following you on all your social media platforms. Shout out your
0: book, where they can go buy that app. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, my name is D1. Please spell it right. It's D-E-E dash the number one. You hear me? D1. So, check me out on all streaming platforms. Go grab my new album, my 10th album, Uno You hear me On all platforms Right now We debuted at number four In the world On the Apple iTunes charts In, in the hip hop category That's the highest uh, peak, peak and debut Of my career So check me out on there All my social media From my Instagram To my YouTube channel To any other social media You could think of Is D1 Music D-E-E The number one Music So follow me on All them platforms Mainly I'm on Uh uh, Instagram and YouTube. I do TikTok, Facebook, all that stuff too. X, it ain't Twitter no more. It's X. Yeah, it's X. I do all that. Yeah, but D1 Music. And finally, um, for my children's book that I just authored, I, I showed it in the camera for those who are watching this interview, David found his slingshot. Uh, I chose to put this out 100% independent. Uh, I have a big name and a big audience. I could have went and got a publishing deal you know, with a big company and put that out. But I wanted full control of, being able to go direct to the consumers with this. I didn't want nobody to water down the message or tell me what I couldn't do for my first book. So you can only get this book on my website. And that's mission vision lifestyle.com. I say one more time, mission vision lifestyle.com. That's the same site where I have my merch and everything at, but go grab your book. Um, so many people got the book and they loving the book and it's blessing people and um, Cleveland. Cleveland! like lebron said
1: we out here right keep it locked you're tuning to the fix you know the fix is in real conversations from real imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect god let's jump into today's real talk topic welcome back dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop and and poetry it's time to get real in these streets huh dice we got one for him today huh I don't know. Do we? (laughs) New, new, new. Everything new, new, new. We got one for them. (laughs) We talking about uh, that new, new today. How well do you do with being new? How to become new? new? Well. Do you like new things? I love new things. It's a weight of my heart. Buy me something new.
2: I like gifts. I I like words of affirmation, but I like gifts too. New's good. I think everybody like new stuff for the most part. No, they don't. Don't. Well, who don't like new stuff? Who is it out here in these streets that don't like new stuff now?
1: So I got a different perspective on it. We're going to talk about it. I, I know I, we I've are. Been, I, I think a lot of people struggle with the, the whole idea of doing something new. So well, that might that might require that person to change hmm. a behavior or act they've been doing for the last 40 years, Dice. Ooh, mercy. I'm just... So everybody don't like new. I'm just I want to put that in your spirit. Go ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off. I know you. It's about to get juicy, but man, I just want to put that in your spirit. Oh, I want to put that in. Everybody ain't uh, just being new dice because because when you become a new creation in Christ, you got to change some things, and and that's new to people. Like why, what you mean? I've I've been doing change. this.
2: Change for yeah. what?
1: Because you get better. You need to go get help. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've been crazy for the last forty years. It's time to deal with them demons. So that's going to be new to you.
2: Gosh. Woo, well, right on out the gate. You didn't let it be known that people got to change. Yes. Uh, you know, changing is hard. It's, it's hard for people to change. Trust me. Old habits die hard. That's the saying. <laughs> but yes, we are supposed to become new creatures and we are supposed to be involved with new people doing new things and uh, having some type of new fruit. Other than the forty-year fruit that we have before, before, so the fruit should be different. Um, but yeah, and God made you new, which God makes all things new. So, yeah, we're supposed to sing to the Lord a new song. We're supposed to be talking different after we, you know, make our journey, you know, and change our life and give our life to Christ. It's supposed to change, and I bring this up. Probably like twice a week, you know, when you go back home or you can go to an old church or whatever, you'll run across a person that's the same person. And I'm like, okay, it's impossible that you're walking with God. And it ain't even that, you know, you needed to change your hair or anything. It's just, you should be different. You should not be the same person that you were last year. You shouldn't be the same person you were six months ago. And for some of us who really get a revelation, here's the thing. When the Holy Spirit really do a work in you, you change instantly. It's done. I like, can't nobody get you to do whatever you were doing before when the Holy Ghost come and be like, oh, that's gone. Yes. S- just snatch the taste right on out your mouth. You know, I've seen people get sick and throw up as they were getting delivered. You know, like I have seen the new happen and people just be like, yeah, yeah, that demon gone, gone. You know, I needed to be new. Uh, So, yeah, you know, I just want to talk about, you know, being new. Is it hard for you? You know, do you like it? You know, and sometimes it's challenging, too. And I heard this before, especially with singles. Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm so bored.
1: (laughs) Uh, You ain't that bored. Johnny still keep coming over. (laughs) You ain't that bored.
2: I told one of my sisters one day, I said, and I said this before, I'm like, Marriage is the best thing, probably next to being a Christian. However, it's hard work. Yes. I was like, you don't realize when you're single, it's more Jesus time. So we can go to the mall together. I could be like, Lord, I'm looking for a blue shirt. God leads you to the blue shirt. You're like, Lord, I'm looking for a discount. It'll be on the sale rack. Like you can go to the movies with Jesus. Like you and then it's less money you spend on popcorn. You know, the movies cost about $50 to go to the movies. So it's like, you can go on these trips. You can go on prayer walks. You can like literally be involved in different groups and and really experience God differently. So it's like, that's new. Yeah, it's very new. Like your boy said it the other day, he was on the live and I said, how do you uh, combat Stevie Rizzo? how do you how do you find out the girls he said i stay in purpose you know i'm staying in purpose like and when you're when you're living a purpose-driven life you're gonna be seeking a lord
1: you know what i'm saying? <laughs> you're laughing i'm laughing i'm laughing because you're right you did ask him that question and then you try to then you try to throw him something new with one of your sisters you try to I, throw him something, you new. Don't,
2: uh, don't something new you understand what i'm saying steve listen new 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 everything new 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 <laughs> i I'm trying to get them I'm trying to get a wedding out of these girls. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't even been down the aisle. Ain't nobody's bridesmaid, made of honor. Cause I gotta be a maid of honor, I think, because I'm married now. But I was just like, man, what are we doing? I, I need to see new in y'all life. I'm believing God for something new. Yes, I'ma speak those things that be not as though they were. Uh, yeah, I'm tired of y'all being single. Okay, so but um, yeah, we're supposed to be a new person. So the ideas and thoughts that we had before. And a lot of the, a lot of these things can be fearful thoughts when we come into the fold. Like, oh, man, I don't know what to do now. That's what people say. I'm afraid to be a Christian because I feel like there's so many rules and I'm going to screw up. And, you know, God's going to be mad at me. It's, no, it's not that. Uh, you know, we lean on that Jeremiah 29:11. for I know the plans I have for you. You know, so God has plans for us and they're new. They're new things. So, yeah, we should be excited about doing new things. Excited about meeting new people, going new places, having new conversations, even if they're difficult, like the uh, Lecrae and D1. That, is new. that was new. Absolutely. That was very new. But it was, I thought it was healthy. I was like, this is good. You know what I'm saying? Because iron sharpens iron. This is very biblical. This is where we should be. You know what I'm saying? We should be studying to show that self-approved. This is only making us dig deeper into the word. And I said this the other day. I said, if it drives you closer to God, that's a good thing. You know whether mm. it's something something weird happening in your life or not, but if it if it allows you and it points you to God, it's it's like you need to go seek God on that. That was good. It's, it's new, but that's a new way of thinking when you become a Christian. Like, okay, God, I gotta I gotta figure out what you're saying about this before I make this move, before I buy this property, before I do this. Like, we're gonna pray, we're gonna fast, we're gonna sow a seed. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna partner with some some other people in our life and have them praying. That's a new thought you know because before you just up bump and jump and you're like oh I'm making choices and decisions When you you know it's like oh no when you let God lead your life it's a very different thought process than the one you're taught you know so Ephesians 4 22 says to put off the old way you were taught you know and put off your old self all those ideas and desires you had you put on the new attitude new mindset you know you're created to be like God in his righteousness and in his holiness so yeah we're made to be new
1: that's but good that's good. And, and you're right. I, I love the fact you brought up a, a new perspective of thinking differently. I, I think with that, listen, you got to be willing to have people around you. That's why your circle is so important. You're mm-hmm. circling who you have around you. If you don't have, you know, critical thinkers, fresh thinkers around you to give you a mm-hmm. fresh perspective, mm-hmm. you, you won't see things in a different from a different perspective and see things and to become new. I think that was very critical for me um, when you talk about, everything we're doing not only within radio but even within my circle of my married couples that uh, my wife and I hang around with we, we want to hang around people you know who have been through some things who can help us when, when, when we have some challenges and some issues uh, maybe that we don't go right directly to our pastor or our spiritual leaders yeah we just want to have a conversation and just hear some fresh perspective and that got mm-hmm. us thinking differently which is new mm-hmm. because of course to your point Dice we always think we right in our own head no, no. This is this is what it is until you hear somebody else uh, say something or bring a perspective to it. That helped us too as well. And and be willing to learn. That was that's something new that I think a lot of people are not embracing. You have to be willing to learn because if you're not willing to learn, you're gonna stay stuck where you at. You'll see mm-hmm. no growth, and mm-hmm. you and you look up ten years and went by, and and you haven't advanced. You haven't done anything new, you know. And uh, ooh, failure. Failure is a, a big piece too, as well. I want to talk about mm-hmm. briefly. You mm-hmm. got to be willing to fail to do something new. You got to be willing to fail. You, you got to understand that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fail a few times, and mm-hmm. then it'll it'll eventually happen. If God has called you to it too, as well, which that's something else too to as well. That's new for a lot of people. Understanding your purpose, understanding your call, making sure you you have that effective prayer life, and you're talking mm-hmm. to God, so you know you're doing the new thing that you are doing. You want to mm. you want to have God blessing on it. You want to make sure He's overseeing it, because if not, mm. I feel like you're wasting your time. I mean, it's it's life experiences in it. That's cool, but once again, I'm in a place now. For me, if God not on it and He's not telling me to do it, I'm kind of like mm. you know, eh, right now I don't I can't I can't really uh, put time to that because I'm, I'm on a mission and He's called mm. me to do some things um, right now that I want to make sure I do these things first before I accept any new assignment. You know what I'm saying, Dice.
2: Mm. 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 Uh, You just saying that you know, you need to pray and, uh, see God. That's, that's a new mindset. That's, I mean, that is very, very new. That, no, I, I'm with you. And I don't want anything that God don't want for me. Cause typically what happens is it's painful when I lose it. Facts. <laughs> it's painful when I lose it. Like, man, God, I know you ain't telling me to go buy that other, uh, BMW. <laughs> now I got it. Now they go. Now I'm embarrassed. They coming to pick it up with the tow truck. You know, like, I don't want nothing. God don't want for me, but, um, you know, we, we, we are blessed, I think, when we remember that we're not the old person. You know, even when you, rock across, when you come across people from your past and they try to remember you as the old person, it's important that you let them know, yeah, I'm not who I used to be. You know, what I'm saying like that is a, that's a moment for us to really testify about the goodness of God and what God has done in our life and how we have overcome by the blood of the lamb. And we're testifying in that moment. Like we're called to be new and our newness is what witnesses to other people, you know, and what really blesses them and blesses God. And it's like it's important that we embrace being new. You know, some of us have this idea that we still want to impress the old people. For what?
1: Mm for
2: nothing and gotta impress you no no i'm not still out here in these, no i'm not no i'm not still at this club no i'm not still out here no i'm not doing that I, I, there is no need to impress the enemy you know but it's just like listen we just we gotta be out here really sharing that we've taken off the old self and we put on the new that's colossians 3 9 through 11 you know we have been created new you know so and, it, and it's and it's all because of christ so Mm -mm. i just i just i i I don't think we think about it enough and uh some people still walk in condemnation of the things they used to do the things Mm. that they've done how they hurt people you know how they let people down how they disrespected people and once we really give our lives to christ we have to know it's covered by the blood we've been forgiven you know, like, we're, we're not living up underneath that condemnation anymore. We are new. But the enemy will always try to bring you back. That's the one thing. This is the crazy part. He can't never bless you and give you something happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, if you ever hear the enemy voice, it's always, like, the worst disrespectful or backwards or set you back 50 years, you know, like, There's never a calling for you to move. You'll never hear the devil say, why don't you go forward into the blessings and the life that God has for you? You know what I'm saying? Because he can't speak new into you. He doesn't have a voice of new, of blessing. It's always going to be a suggestive voice that is not going to help you be the new person that you're called to be. It's only going to bring you back into the old person that you were before you realized you were free in Christ. So, It is very different to pray it is very different to seek god it is very different to wait on the lord it is very different to walk with the lord it is very different to have a community group that believes and will pray with you or be there for you it is very new to be transparent and tell people when you're struggling with what you've been trying to get delivered from you know it's a, it's, it's a new concept very new concept oh man come on now i'm struggling call somebody tell them i'm struggling uh, can you come over here for five minutes? Because I need to have conversation. I'm going through it. Or can we pray right now? I'm going through it. Very, it's very new, but that's how we walk in freedom. You know what I'm saying? Because the enemy will try to make you think you need to keep everything a secret, and the devil is a lie. You know, that's not our life. We're not like that anymore. Like our life should be absolutely transparent. You know, so mm-mm. we are we're just new creatures. God made us new, and uh, we need to walk in our newness so that's why i was like man how well do you do it are you doing it do you realize you're new you're not you're not who you were before you know so
1: you don't you don't have to keep doing what you're doing before and, and something that god showed me and i shout out to our brother lamont saunders bear tag entertainment and the stellars for allowing for us to play in that stellar basketball game this mm-hmm. year because you know what it taught me and it helped me uh, with my fitness journey Committing yeah. to self care—that was new for me. I'm gonna get transparent, on, y'all. Go y'all ahead, y'all got trans- it all together out there, you know. Y'all, y'all ain't got to struggle with these Krispy Kreme donuts and this fried chicken. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't, y'all ain't got to struggle, it it struggle with, with it with these pasta dishes, these pasta dishes, and this peach cobbler. But I, I had to struggle with it. So, self care was one of the biggest that things that I people. learned out of literally getting in shape for that stellar basketball game. Mm. And I think uh, no matter what kind of changes you are making in your life. It'll, it'll always go easier with taking care of your body. I know a lot mm-hmm. of us ignore diet and exercise, but mm-hmm. those are key. Like, those are key to continue to keep us living. And mm-hmm. also, you know, it's in God's word that, you know, we, we should be taking care of the body that God gave, gave us. Like, mm-hmm. this is a gift from God. What are we doing with this body that represent him? We we talk about it all the time, uh, Dice. How you know we we as the church and I'm, I'm a part of it need to get better and how we represent uh, fitness and being in sh- and being in shape and mm-hmm. overeating. When you talk about the gluttony scene, that's always talked mm-hmm. about. Why is mm-hmm. there so many overweight people in church? That mm-hmm. is a that's a that's a real situation because if you go to church and it's no shame to nobody, but we got to call a spade a spade. Like okay, or do you even care? Uh, it's hard you know as you are overweight and that you know you get all these health conditions are you not preparing and we talked about Mm -hmm. planning this week too as well Dice. when you talk about planning are you Mm. not planning properly to understand that if you do this consistently for the next 30 years You might not be here. And if you are, you're going to be on every Mm -hmm. medication possible because you're not even exercising. And you talk about it all the time, Dice, getting greens, Mm -hmm. vegetables in in your palate, drinking enough water every day, drinking enough Mm -hmm. water every day. Self-care is something that's new to a lot of people. And we need to step up and do the right thing and take it seriously. Health is wealth. That's the new new. Health is wealth. Let's 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 take care of our bodies. It's a temple that the Holy Spirit dwells in, and I know that they, it be cringing sometimes. I know we talk about soul tides and how the Holy Spirit be cringing, but I I would argue too as well. When you when you ate three Reese cups and then you went and got you a Snicker bar and a and a Twinkie. Ah, oh, listen. At, I, I was at some point, guys.
2: Like, I was talking to one of my one of my brothers the other day, and I I was like, I know the Holy Ghost hates you. He said he eat chitlins. So I said, Oh no, <laughs> I know the Holy Ghost hates you. Just hate to see you doing anything. Like, don't eat, just jump out your body. Just won't even live there till you digest and and, and expel that. A L- little not- hot
1: sauce, Dice. Yeah. little hot sauce. Cold slide uh- right next to it. You got to try it, Dice. You got to try Ooh, it.
2: No, but we're supposed to be new. Thank you for bringing that up. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Like... <laughs> There's a question here, like, uh, am I to believe you don't understand what the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> like right. I said, I'm, I'm okay. It, it, I'm doing something new now. You got to forget the things the donuts you used to love to eat. You got to forget some stuff. Like, I'm trying to get you to a, to be a new person, you know. And you're gonna love the new. I promise you're gonna love the new you. So, all right, that's all I got. I just wanted to say. Shout out to Ty Tribbett for uh, all these ads off of that one song. Listen, you ain't tell me he had a Walmart before. So I'm yes. slow. I was I was looking for the NBC one. And then I was like, that song that has been, he has synced the heck out
1: that song. <laughs> that sink, song is synced. Sitting sink, back, back loving it. Like, send a check, oh. Doc. Send <laughs> a check, Doc.
2: Send the check.
1: New, new. Yeah.
2: I would be shopping so much My husband would be so mad at me I'd be like honey every time I get a check I'm going to buy something new Cause that's the song You know
1: Facts oh, And yeah. I don't know what I about to say I, I, Yeah y'all should be happy Cause because I know if it was in my household so Me and my wife splitting it Baby we gotta check Come on we yeah, check. Just, just, just above everything we, yeah, we, we, Everything is good We done paid everything We gone <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Sorry, half that, the overflow. Listen, is that- I, I meet you. i meet you. Listen, I, we, we have I'll to separate. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. <laughs> i meet you back in two hours, right here in the middle. <laughs> That's hilarious. That
0: <laughs> That's our hilarious. real talk for today. Uh, we got
1: to go through a break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. It's a birthday celebration because, you know, Dice over here, you know what I'm saying, living it on up on her birthday. If you have not yet, make sure you uh, cash app dollar sign Miss Dice Gamble. So a seed. (laughs) Just so a seed. (laughs)
2: if the lord uh you know lays it on your spirit that's all i'm trying
1: to say he did the lord did he talked to you because you y'all listen to us every day i'm tired of y'all listening to us and not sowing in us i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep saying it y'all bless me on my birthday bless dice on hers and, and listen y'all ain't got to wait till birthdays either the lord tell y'all something just sow <laughs> we good crowd over here, yeah. Please remember them. Dollar sign, Miss Dice Gambling, always dollar sign. The Fix Radio Show. We on everywhere. <laughs> Zelle, Apple Pay, right? all of them. Yeah, Everything
2: whoever. Counts. Yeah, yep. I
1: know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put it all. vmo yeah. Be- in them and all of them. Yeah, we we own all of them. Just search for us. <laughs> and messages. No, nah, but uh, yeah, you know, what's, what's that one thing, uh, you know, you, you think that God has shown you this year, Dice, as you celebrate a, another birthday, <clears throat> what's that one thing you think God has really, like, shown you?
2: Uh, he He's never wrong. He's never wrong. So whatever path he he showed you, that's the path you should go, you know? Definitely trust, trust the Spirit, you know? As people say, trust your gut, you know, trust the Holy Ghost, but... Yeah, he's, he's just never wrong. That's it. You know, and, and so you, as you get older, you realize, man, if I just would have listened. <laughs> oh God, the headaches saved, the money saved, the stress saved, you know, just like literally moving when God says move. And I'm pretty good at it now, but I'm just saying as you, young, when you're young, you just kind of like, I hear you, God, but let me see. I hear you, God, but let me try it my way. I know, God, I should be, but I want to do A, B, and C. And if you would just do like the here here you got part, you'll be all right. (laughs) You'll be just fine. So yeah, that's why, that's why now I focus when we were talking and you're like, Oh, I know you already say this is easy dice. I say it's easy now because I understand if you just follow God, everything easy. (laughs) It's only when we think we know everything that we screw everything up, everything, mess it all up. We so, do yeah. mess it
1: up. We always get in the way for no reason. Just getting in the way.
2: Yeah. Please move out the way. But no. It's that's that's that would be my tip, man. That's what I've learned this far on the planet. It's like, man, trust God. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's real. Yeah. shouts out to our brother D1. Um, we appreciate you uh, you know, deep. him coming through and uh, you know, getting a chance to sit down with him. Uh he has written his first children's book. It's called David Found His Slingshot. Listen, this is uh his first uh child's book. Um, And then, like I say, it talks to uh, anti-bullying and he uses inspiration through hip hop and faith uh, for this children's book. And uh, he really believes it will transform, you know, a lot of kids' lives and and help a lot of people um, to understand uh, the importance of bullying and how we need to stop it. And it's funny because, like I said, I shared the story. I was bullied once. And I really it was it was more just a bigger kid seeing what he could do to me. But mm. I, I I I don't take it for granted because my, my, my father was there in my life. I know a lot of fathers are not in a lot of households. And sometimes, you know, kids don't even know the importance of understanding and learning or no one teaches them how to protect themselves. So, yeah, it was, it was like one of those things like I, I, I've known it for so long. And I'm already instilling it in my grandson, making sure. Listen, I'm not trying to tell him to go around and start no fights, but absolutely not. No one's supposed to be bullying on you, taking nothing from you, and and pushing you down. And I just seen some 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 bad things, uh, Dyson. I know you probably could share some stories too as well, yeah. but it, it just on, on uh, people trying to bully on people and it just really try to take advantage of people. You know, especially mm-hmm. in, in the schools in the school systems.
2: I don't know, man. I was raised in Evansville, Indiana uh and bullies did not exist you know I think I I, I got bullied well I'll say halfway bullied one time this girl had me on the playground probably about in the mm, third grade and she had my arm behind my back I was really skinny when I was little and I didn't want to hit her you know I knew I had a punch but I didn't want to hit her and I went home and I was upset and my grandma said what's wrong with you I said well such and such had me had my arm behind my back on the playground she said you ain't hit her back I said, well, we Christians, you know, Christians ain't supposed to fight, you know? And she said,
1: I she love said, grandma. Well? Shout out to grandma.
2: She said, what? Where we I, do said, that at? I said, well, you know, that, that wouldn't be fighting fair. Cause she, she said, you need to pick up a brick or rock, a stick or something. And I said, that ain't fair. She said, ain't no fight fair. Like she was not playing games with me. And she said, if you don't fight her, you're going to have to fight me that's that's why that's where i'm from you couldn't like you could maybe have a one-off you shared this story before like it didn't matter if you won or lost you had to stand up for yourself there was no room for you being a punk there was no room for you not retaliate no room for you not fighting back and saying okay try me today but i'm about to hit you with all these books in my backpack yeah it wasn't no i'm afraid to go to the uh Principals office. My my parents, they would have rather picked me up knowing I punched somebody in their face after they smacked me than I sat there in a the chair and was like, Let me turn the other cheek. Like they was not playing that because there was nobody there to protect you like that growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like in a in a country town like the one I was raised. When I say country town, it's really country. And then listen please don't play no games. Like like you said, they would take you to the person's house or wait at the bus stop. Like, It, it had to be corrected. There was no this long, drawn out, I'm going to take your lunch money every day. I'm going to take your lunch every day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit on you on the bus. Like, uh, Look, I'm going to tell you, this one dude, I was in kindergarten, and this little white boy, God bless him, he spit on me and called me the N-word whilst he was getting off the bus. I went home, told my family. Everybody was waiting for him to get on the bus the next day. Never saw him again. Because that's where we was from. It was like, okay, you you got away with your life. But on tomorrow, it's going to be dicing you. And it didn't matter if he was a girl or boy. It was the fact that you, you tried to disrespect me. So now you're going to have to answer for that the next day. So this whole bullying thing, focus, I don't understand it because I'm, I'm not from it. You know, like I, I told you before, I said, uncles and cousins, they used to go out back and we couldn't fight in my grandma's house and my mom. You couldn't fight in the house. That was where I'm from. Like like, ain't, ain't going to be no fighting up in here, but you could take it outside and you managed that. And then whatever happened after that, you know, it was going to be squashed, but there was just this respect that existed. Where I was from. And I, so this world, I don't understand this world. <laughs> I'm sorry to drag that out. I'm just saying. So, yeah. So, when you bring up bullying and stuff, I'm like, man, I don't even understand it. I, because I didn't live that life. It was like you handle your business, period. You know, you shut it down. Because bullies, as long as you keep letting them do things, they go, they just turn into monsters. So, the neighborhood was quick to shut that down. It was like, nah, yeah, we don't bully people around here no
1: no I know out
2: shout out to Evansville Indiana like no games we will play no games out here
1: <laughs> well shouts out to East Cleveland because I promise you anybody from East Cleveland know yeah you yeah you okay. had to fight it, yeah but win or lose it didn't yeah, matter
2: gonna, yeah, yeah, it, yeah yeah but you're not yeah. gonna keep on yeah you you're gonna think the next time you try that yeah you're be like mm, last time I did that about four ten nine of them showed up yeah mm. so try it again today <laughs> <laughs> try you're to, gonna learn try gonna it again learn. yeah. So, I feel sorry for this generation who didn't get protected like that because I I think that's probably what makes you and I definitely different when we have these conversations. It's kind of like, what? (laughs) No, who was you abusing? I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, a little different, but I know, sidebar.
1: No, it's good. once again like i say shout out to our brother uh d1 yeah. uh go buy his uh book new children's book david found uh his slingshot also listen run them numbers up he got that new project out his 10th album uno is uh, available to stream everywhere we played a couple of those bangers today so uh yeah he, he got that uh uh in my bible in my bag remix with uh Karen the light and uh childlike cc he got a uh, shine on. Uh, he got a few tracks on there with a uh, game. So, yeah, definitely go uh, check out his, la- his his project. He just dropped literally last Friday. It's mm. entitled Uno. And, uh, yeah, it's doing real good. So we got to get out of here, Dice. We got to uh, tap uh, into uh, tomorrow. We got to okay. thirst for the Lord and his righteousness. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, ain't no telling, uh, what the real topic going to be tomorrow. I know you, uh, you went here and took them to church today. So Thursday is usually our church day. So I know a lot of church members didn't show up today, but show up again tomorrow, please. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a little bit more church please for y'all again. again
2: tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, please show up again tomorrow. Cause, uh, yeah, we got another real talk topic for y'all as well mm-hmm. as exclusive spiritual mm-hmm. detox. I ain't going to tell you, you just got to tap in mm-hmm. and, uh, find out who it is. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. Continue to show the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. as Always remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.